Hi, welcome to the bonus episode of Hearsay. It is the double D times D. That doesn't make sense, but it is Diane, your host, Diane Neal, and uh, my trusty producer, Danny. Hi, Danny. Hello. Can I ask you a question? Yes, ma'am. Like, I, sometimes when I get mad and like, no white person should ever talk about race, like ever, like as an authority, because we don't know. That's just a fact. But, like when I get indignant and angry at some of the stuff. Is it just like, there goes another white lady getting mad? <laughs> is it a little bit like that? Is it? I, I hate to be that. Because you really want to be effective more than you want to be anything. For me, no. No. I Personally, I think that the more people that discuss race, uh, the better. You know, the more that we critically think about what is happening in our society. Um, right. So we and can figure out ways. It. Yeah. Like, the better. Um, I don't think that being white precludes you from... No, 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 but you know what I mean. Like, you know? uh, no, no, it's just more of the, you know, like, like I mean, people have it so hard and listen to me, a white lady talk about it. You know, like, shut up. I will say, I don't yes. think I've ever heard you talk about how hard white people have it. Yeah, white so. people don't have it that hard. I mean, like, honestly, you know, and I have to say, I think there's a, a much bigger split that is far more important in the country where things are along the lines of where things fall. And people that are left behind and people that are not, I think the biggest, I mean, obviously you have all the systemic racism and all this kind of stuff, but, and that's a huge part of this, which is socioeconomic. Yeah. And I, and I used to talk about this all the time, like on the camera, I like, people didn't understand. I'm like, look, a poor black person and a poor white person have more in common than a rich white person and a poor white person. Hands down. Like you need to be on each other's teams, like to solve this problem. Like that's the only way we're going to do it especially after Citizens United when money equals speech, because then the very wealthy had a lot more say than very poor people who couldn't donate billions of dollars to campaigns. And isn't that crazy? That, isn't that crazy, Danny, that most people don't have billions of dollars lying around to donate? Yeah. It's weird. I, I don't understand how people can be so poor. Yeah, what's wrong with them? It's poor. Just awful. How dare you be poor <laughs> in my presence? That's awful terrible poor people can you go be poor somewhere else please yeah i mean i don't i don't hate poor people i just don't like when they are poor in front of my face you know what when they're so like out loud about it i don't hate poor people i just don't ever want to see them or know they exist i just bought a new camera so i'm not poor anymore aren't you more poor now that you spent money on the camera because that's usually how it works for me if i spend money on something then i'm more poor no the more you spend money on things, the richer you are. Oh, that's you might right. have less money. The more but you you're have, more the fancier you are. Yeah. That's why I also upgraded my car to have 24 inch rims. That, that sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. So, on to the stories. Yeah, tell me what you got. <laughs> Bring it. Uh, um, okay. So, this one is sad, but also. Intriguing Wait, can we go back to that really fast? If I'm ever like, if I'm ever out of line, will you just be like, "Hey, you're going a little far left, Karen"? Yeah, of course. I will call. I will call you out. However, you should. However, yeah, I will also say I'm very rarely offended. Um, and which is I a also, good. It's a good quality as a human, honestly. I, I mean, maybe I should be outraged more, but um, I feel like if you if if you're depending on me to be your outrage. Um, person that 
recognizes potential outrage before it happens, Look, you're counting on the wrong. I'm not forcing another job on you. It's just if you happen to see it and it's gross and it annoys you, feel free. Sure. Let a gal yeah. know. Yeah. I will definitely let you know. Thank you. Because it's like, it's very, you don't even, like, you don't even know. No, I know what you mean. We all have our implicit biases. Right. I'm sure I have them as well. And Yeah. And so when you are white, you end up having a, a bias where you just think this is the way things are and this is great and this is you know what i mean like why can't people pillow my but you like there's all those things that come in that make other people feel down make you feel like what's wrong with everyone you know like i'm just saying right. there's always there's always a chance that you can slip into it because you have that implicit bias it's weird and yeah. you just have to be really cognizant of it yeah i think yeah. i told you about the day that i realized i think we had discussed this the day i realized i had serious bias and it wrecked my head and it made me rethink like what happened so many, many, many moons ago, um, B.D. Wong, who was on SVU with me, was like an amazing actor. And he and his partner at the time, is before anyone could get married, um, homosexual couples could get married, they did this huge process of in vitro fertilization and all kinds of stuff. And they ended up having a son, this amazing kid who is now, I think he's, I think he's out of college or in college. It's crazy. He's that old. And Jackson, he's awesome, awesome dude. And so like they were famously gay, right? Mm -hmm. Famously pro-gay marriage, famously pro-gay couples having like as as like famously out as you could be, right? As famously out as you could be. And Tamara Tooney was having an event for figure skating in Harlem, this this charity that she used to help out. And we were at Woolman Rink in Central Park. And BD had to go to the bathroom. And he's like, Oh, do you mind watching? Jackson was probably like five or six at the time. And he was like, do you mind watching Jackson? Well, like, okay, he's the loo. And I was like, yeah, um, not a problem. And so Jackson and I are sitting there on the side of the rink. He didn't want to skate. He just wanted to wait for his dad. And then he was like, look, I just really want to see my dad. And I'm like, he'll be back in a minute. He's like, no, I just want to go to my dad. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, he's going to be back in a sec. He's like, no, not my daddy, my dad. And he pointed to Richie, mm -hmm. BD's partner. And I was like, that it didn't even cross my mind. I'd spent my entire <laughs> life with gay guys, gay people in the fashion industry. Listen to that. Mm -hmm. And it, the bias was so deep that it, it didn't click. Like, that, that, of course, he's got two dads. Like, it was the craziest thing. And right. I was just like, yeah. damn, Neil, you need to start paying attention. Like, you need to, like, <laughs> really pay attention. Yeah. I hope everyone has, like, moments like that where you're just like, what the hell? Like, wow. Yeah, and I think that's... That's like the goal, right? That's why diversity is so important. And I know yes. diversity is like one of those words where like people get, I think, uh, you get tired of hearing it, right? No, but um, it's so, and like, but well, yeah, I, it's like you get exposure to people of different experiences and then you realize, oh, okay, cool. That's like not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal at all. Well, the, but the crazy like part to me was that I had like so much exposure, like more than like most other human beings, right? Like, right. But and, never to that specific situation before. Right. And, and but in that my, my brain still didn't boop, just think of that as a possibility in that moment, you know, yeah. like was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Sorry. So that was my moment of like realizing. And so like you just try and pay attention from then on. But like it was like. This is a ground shaker. I was like, dang. Wow. What else am I missing? Right. So if I ever have kids, I'm going to have them call me your majesty. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun yeah well they need to know who's in charge i guess so okay you did have an article <laughs> so okay so i have two different countries that we could branch off to do you want to talk me. about let's go the united states or do you want to talk about north korea 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> North Korea, this is North Korea's massive explosion of COVID, right? Yes. Exactly. How we even know that is beyond me, right? Like, I don't know what kind of intelligence source and capabilities like we actually have in North Korea and or the region. Um, these poor people, Danny, like they don't have food. Yeah. They don't have anything. They have no resources. And now they all have COVID and you know none of them are vaccinated. Like with what? Like a North yeah. Korean fake vaccine that's just like yeah. saline water and a hypodermic and they all have to share the one? Right, right. Well, what what's interesting about it is I guess Joe Biden is going to Seoul very soon this weekend. In South Korea. Yeah, in South Korea. On Friday, he'll be there. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Probably there's like a COVID explosion. Like this this newest wave is and like nobody's taking it seriously. They're like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Well, okay. Also, like North Korea, can they get vaccines of any kind other than the Chinese vaccine, which is not very not efficacious? I bet they didn't yeah. even get the Chinese vaccine because, you know, President Xi doesn't give a damn about anything. Like he keeps like, they, I know it's their only lifeline in North Korea for any kind of outside product. But he doesn't care that much. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're no, of no benefit to him except for using as like a, a ruse and a counterpoint to the West because they freak, like he freaks us out. Kim Jong-un freaks us out because he's unpredictable. It seems to be that authoritarian regimes tend not to care so much about human life, public health measures and yes. resort instead to locking people up. Could you be talking about and... mainland China by any chance? <laughs> yeah. So she apparently can. as of Wednesday, North Korea has reported 62 deaths and more than 1.7 million fever cases uh it's gonna it's gonna be so bad yeah um, so many people are gonna die and like painfully and unnecessarily yeah and they, the associated press says that out of those um more than a million people have recovered and almost seven hundred thousand are currently in quarantine which for a country the size of north korea i think is a pretty substantial substantial amount of people it's so. a lot of people and you know they under report so yeah so there's that very interesting. Um, and then onto the U.S. news. Dad. So our boy, mm -hmm. the one and only, amazingly uh, gorgeous lingerie model, Madison Cawthorn, lost the primary. You know what that goes to show you, though? You can be a white supremacist and still be part of the GOP, Republican Party. You can be anti-choice in the extreme and still be part of the Republican Party. You can be pro-assault weapon that murders and destroys people's lives and be part of the Republican Party. You can be anti-social programs, like you don't believe in anything like SNAP or WIC or help for anyone on the planet. You know what you can't be? You can't be in the Republican Party? A rat. You can't <laughs> leak about the orgy, the sex orgies, the cocaine-fueled sex exactly. orgies. Exactly. That's there... the one thing you're not allowed to be in the, in the GOP. There are some things that Republicans just cannot stand for. And that is a tat that is a tattletale. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't tell don't it's tell really stories out of school. When... Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Because you know they have cocaine orgies. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? It's just so... how the response of the party to that accusation, if it were not true. <laughs> I know. It was like, like a really outsized. Why would anyone respond was, to that? Everyone would be like, that's they weird. They doffed protest too much, you know? Like, it was very. Right. Very fishy. It was very fishy. 
Madison and Cawthorn, not, and he's like out the, of there. What do you think he's going to do with his rest of his life? He's just going to go around thrusting people's faces? I know. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, Madison Cawthorn lost his uh, lost his election to Chuck Edwards. His primary. Is this guy to the right of him? That's, that's a very good question. Um, Edwards did receive the backing of some Republicans who had tried, who had tired of Cawthorn's controversies, according to NPR. Uh, but I'm not really sure, like, how far right he is so a lot of like people are like oh a lot of trump's candidates didn't make it but you know what a lot of them did and look at me i got the yawns see that i'm sorry about wow. that. wow wow i'm just it's a, i'm in a very wow. uncomfortable chair i'm in one of the church you do chairs. look comfortable and i'm sure that that no it's uncomfortable oh well what you're wearing looks comfortable oh that's very comfortable like i'm gonna <laughs> have to start wearing like i have to go back to the city very like I probably already by the time this airs, like I'll be back in the city, and like I'm gonna have to start wearing like underpants and a bra again. Like I don't know how I'm gonna do that, Danny. You don't have to. I don't have to, but again, for the trauma factor of other people, it's probably for the best. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Although I I feel like you're not, your body's not a very traumatizing body to people. It's not awesome, and nobody my, needs to see my like, body free range half, half submerged in water. <laughs> free range titties. <laughs> I I love the concept of free range titties. <laughs> I love them right now. Like, hey, they're great, but like I don't know about walking around Manhattan. You're gonna attract Manhattan. some liberals. Yeah, <laughs> well, free range titties. I'll start free eating meat again. That's what I got. I got free range titties. <laughs> On its way to me now. On its way to me. How you doing, Danny? <laughs> yeah. Sing I'm it. Fabulous. Oh, I'm gorgeous. Love to hear it. I'm wonderful. The best. I don't know Finish. what else to say. Ah, it's okay. Yeah. But sing I'm it. really gay. That's true and it's I good. I say that every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to wear, I'm wearing one cap now. I'm going to wear this other one as a scarf. Ooh. Ooh. You just kicked it up a notch. I'm loving it. By the way, you I'm just working. just went full on Carmen Sandiego. I did. Right there. I'm, by the way, I'm working on guests for the end of the world theme month. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. End of the world theme month. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. I think, well, we can't do it in July because that's your birthday month. But we can do it in July. We could do it like August. You know, we do Pride month. And then. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still coming up with a theme for July. Very good. Yeah. Uh, So I've I've got, so I've got a list. These are my dream people. I want Peter Zahan. Is this a demographer, right? Like this is this is okay. like for end of the world. I'm working on him. Um, I made Twitter friends recently, and hopefully it will be awesome because it is one of my heroes. Like, you know, when you have like the top five people that like you're like, if I could make these five people while I'm on this planet, like this would be amazing. And like one of them retweeted me the other day, and then I was like, let me just like take a shot in the dirt and like DM them. And then like it went back and forth, and now we're chatting. Nice. One of my heroes, Steve Schmidt. Steve Schmidt, oh, Steve as in Schmidt. campaign manager for McCain Palin. And founder of the Lincoln Party, right? D- Lincoln Project. But well, Lincoln well Project. Done. Lincoln Project. Left the party, left the Republican. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he's seriously, that's like my fantasy. Like, if I had like Dan, like Dan and I, campaign manager Dan and I used to joke about this. Like, he's like, if you can have anyone for your campaign manager, I'm like, that's right. It wouldn't be you, Dan. Just kidding. Like, it, would be, <laughs> it would be Steve Schmidt. Because I want to be yelled at in like a monotone voice with like really colorful language. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, it's like, he's amazing yeah. to me. And I love everything yeah. he says. So 
Um, and I think About he could be, he'd be great for like the political downfall. He Peter Zion would be great for the geography and the, the dem demographic downfall of civilization. And then I'm working on my professor from Harvard for a lot of my intelligence classes that could be natural security and the world expert. Wow. Professor Very Dr. Cool. Minor. I think he gets annoyed, but I always call it Professor Doctor. I don't think he gets the joke, but it's okay. Because I'm like, Professor Dr. Minor, thank you for thank you for grading this so well. By the way, all of his classes, an absolutely inordinate amount of reading. Like an like an ungodly amount of reading. Like, no, it's like easily 40 to I'm a fast read, 40 to 50 hours a week of reading. Wow. That's not including the assignments. It is wow. so obscene. And I keep yeah. subjecting myself to it. Like, it's like, because yeah. it's just that interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could read that much. Oh, let's look there. This campaign manager, Dan, calling. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should, you should answer and he'll be on oh, the bonus show. Yeah. Do you want to hear? Hey, Dan. You're on speakerphone and we're um, recording the podcast. Welcome on the podcast. He's, so, because you're the expert, we talked about this in the last segment, but I'm dying to know your thoughts on Imelda Marcos and the, the stolen Picasso. Oh, do we expect anything less from her? Absolutely not. <laughs> Lady Scrooge McDuck, no. Yeah, she robbed the Filipino people blind with her husband, and uh, of course she gave him a fake Picasso back. And then uh, has the real one back up on the wall now. Now, here's my other question. Say the name of her son. Bong Bong. I don't know why. It seems so wrong to me that his name is Bong Bong Marcos. Yet somehow better than Ferdinand Marcos Jr. Is it Ferdinand Marcos Jr.? Yeah. Is that his given name? Of course it is. That is his given name. That's why it goes by Bong Bong. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is better than Ferdinand Marcos Jr., but still seems like a little deceptive for an autocrat. All right. That's the expert. So that is he, so, he was very knowledgeable, you can tell. He knows so much about Imelda Marcos, I can't even tell you. And he's hilarious. So his his training, he's a gemologist. So he has this big campaign company, right? Like this campaign consulting company. But mm -hmm. he's a gemologist. He knows every exhibition going on at every museum around like every city. He's the one I wanted to do a segment on the show called So Many Prostitutes. Because basically everyone at every famous piece of art was a prostitute. You know what I mean? Like that's what they used to paint back in the day. Right. So it's just like, uh, he knows, like, he's the most fun to go to a museum with. And yeah. He's Love got it. Marco. He's got a Melda's number. Wow. He's going to wow. call that number up, say something to her. <laughs> I don't know what. Pretend to be bong bong. Hey, mom, it's bong bong. I don't even, I can't. I can't. <laughs> You just you sounded like a nicknames? Flintstone character. Do you have any nicknames? Like, does anyone like my nickname for my family? I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Is Wheezy? Wheezy. Ooh, yeah, that's what everyone calls that's me. That's a pretty Wheezy. cool nickname. Yeah, mostly because I'm an asthmatic. But oh, yeah, you're an asthmatic. I am. I also have asthma. Uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Um, you know, uh, I guess technically Danny would be a nickname. Because my given name is Daniel. Yeah, I would. So that's about as close as I come. Really? They didn't call you anything? No, I've never had any names Topo of Gijo? Nope. So like, that's a name that's been coming up today all day. It's Topo Gijo. <laughs> like, all Wait, what was that? Topo Gijo. Just look up Topo Gijo. You have nothing, you have nothing in common with Topo Gijo. It's just 
It's like a fun word to say. Topo. Oh, how cute. It's very I'd be popular. Okay with being that little, whatever that thing is. I think it's a mouse. It has a tummy like I do. Topo Jiju. Oh, so cute. All right. I guess we should wrap it up. Yeah. Anyway, so. everyone, we're always so grateful that you join us for our wanderings and ramblings. Of the voice and mind. Of the voice and mind. Of the Do you know what I find really weird about the beginnings of the electric synthesizer? Like, as an instrument in music in, like, the late 70s and, like, 80s, early 80s? Like, whatever they were playing in those early songs. They thought they'd had to like, they sing with the notes they're playing. You know, like, <laughs> like every right. song they just, they sing along with it. Yeah. Just start with next, like synth heavy, early eighties, late seventies tune. You hear, you're like, wow, they couldn't not sing with it. Like they physically can't bring it's themselves to sing a different melody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, my lady. Yeah. On that high note. We will see you next week. Hasta luego. And I want to see Charlie and Velvis as well. Oh my gosh, you get to see both of them. They're lovely. And I'll bring Sammy next time. I'll be the same. <laughs> Thank you everyone for coming to the bonus show. Yay! And we'll we'll see you soon. I'll talk to you next Bye. week. Toodles! <laughs>